right, we're going to pray for people. And so I, our prayer team is going to be up here in just a moment just to pray for you if you during this uh, next few songs that we're going to be singing. But before we do that, we have uh, some testimonies of uh, a group that uh, went to India uh, a couple weeks ago. And so these ladies, all-lady group that went there to minister, and, um, and I want them to give a testimony. Before, I, I want the Roach family to stand up. Can you guys stand up? These are missionaries to India. And I actually haven't met them yet. I just knew they were going to be here. So let's give them a hand. They are actually here in our service today. Thank you guys for coming. We'll talk later. And, uh, but I want Shelly and her group to go ahead and come on up. And, uh, and they're going to give a, tes- a couple testimonies about what God did in and through them um, uh, in India. Here goes Shelly. Awesome. Before we start, Pastor, I wanted to tell you you were exactly right with the OPA. Uh, OPA is an exclamation point, and it is the celebration of life. It is, for the Greeks, more about a lifestyle than an event, and you break a plate for a new beginning. There you go. You were right on. That was prophetic. Okay. <laughs> um, I just want to read this scripture in beginning. This is Revelation. Chapter 7, verse 9. It says, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language. Standing before the throne and in front of the Lamb, they were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. And they fell down on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. We bring to you today the testimony of Jesus. The scripture also says in Revelation chapter 12 that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And so today we just um, come from India. Uh, We want to thank you for sending us, for praying for us, standing in the gap with us, because God uh, was surely with us. We saw him do incredible things, um, and we're privileged to have been the vessels that um, were able to do that. But we also know that we could not have done it without you, that we go as a team, we go as a body, and we felt your prayers consistently. So thank you for sending us and for letting us be your hands. Amen. So we're going to start with Becky, and Becky's going to share with you. Hello. This was my first mission trip, and it was quite exciting going all the way to India. Um, I consider myself kind of an adventurous person. I will love to watch those National Geographic shows and, oh, wow would love to do that. How do these people get to do this kind of stuff? So anyway, Shelly led this team, and she did prepare us some. She did try to prepare us, but you can't be prepared for some of the experiences until you're there. And we were in very remote areas, and so um, therefore we really, I did get to experience some of those things I've seen on TV. And um, I was very much touched by the power of God, how through uh, the language barrier and, um, you know, just how God can still work and still move by the Spirit. And 
uh, the people knew it and we knew it and it was sometimes we had interpreters sometimes we didn't but we we saw God do amazing things I think one of the um, most interesting things for me was just the culture itself stepping out of that plane you know at airport parking lot and um, all the cars going to and fro and motorcycles and and just in, on the streets Ele I mean, I didn't see elephants water on the streets, buffalo. but I saw water buffalo, goats, cows, pigs, what else, cows, <laughs> everything you can think of, uh, and everybody driving like this didn't seem to be any type of organization of any kind. And at first, all of us were gasping as the, our driver was taking us around, but after a while, there would be like trucks coming straight head on at us, and we'd be like, oh, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. They just seemed to know what to do. I never saw a wreck. It was just amazing. But um, I was really excited that God showed me that he can use me, little old me, uh, who doesn't speak the language, they don't even have the universal nod, yes, no. You Do you, uh, you ask someone at a restaurant, you have coffee? You would be like, is that yes or no? <laughs> and that was like everybody, <laughs> you having a good day? So um, anyway, it was very different. So, but God showed me that anybody who knows him can encourage and give someone so that was my goal, was to look, to keep an open eye to those he, um, God wanted me to pray for and, I'll, and to give them hope, to show them love and encouragement. We went to a uh, widow's colony, and in that culture, they are cursed because their husbands had died. Basically, they believe that the, the wives cursed their husband. So... Um, God blessed me with being able to give them a word of encouragement, and I got to tell them, Jesus already took your curse. You're not cursed. And they received that. And, you know, I could say so much more. I know we're limited. But it was awesome to be able to do that. And um, a lot of people had said that when they go to India and, and third world countries, that they notice how God does amazing things there. Yes, we did see all that. But I think what it is, is there's such a, um, when we would say, after our teaching, we would have them come up for prayer, and we couldn't, they couldn't get enough. They would come to me to pray, then Shelly, then, and they'd go to everybody because they wanted more. They wanted more. They needed help. They needed help. They needed encouragement. They needed, they needed healing. Um, I think he wa God wants to do that here, too. I just see uh, a holding back a lot uh, from people, and I don't know why. Maybe it's just our culture. Maybe we're, you know, like, let somebody else be prayed for. I can, you know, my situation not bad. But everybody, God wants everybody to be encouraged. He wants to reach those little, those places deep down inside of us and give us hope and encouragement. And he, the Lord was showing me that it's like a fire that's about ready to die, you know, and the embers are just barely glowing. If you poke them and move them around, they're going to start a fire again, and that's what he wants to do. 
He wants to start a fire in everybody here. And so that fire will spread. And then we can just, I mean, every one of us, when we see someone and throughout our day, we can encourage them. We can give them hope. We have it. So anyway, I just wanted to just kind of poke you a little bit. (laughs) Because believe me, I've been poked a lot in India. Okay, so um, there were a lot of scriptures that the Lord was giving us while we were there, but there were three that were recurring throughout the whole trip. And one of them was, silver and gold I have not, but what I have I freely give to you. So we thought it was laughable when, right when we left the orphanage, our safe place, to go out into the villages in the remote areas, that night, it was that night, Uh, The Indian government put a hold on all $500,000 rupee bills, which is what we had. (laughs) So we were broke. So we had no silver or gold, but what we had, we freely gave. Um, So we had to pray for him to make a way, and he did. Um, The other scripture is to go out um, and preach the good news, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the lepers, cleanse the sick, and cast out demons. So we've been preaching the good news. And so I was like, okay, Lord, well, I haven't seen the the sick healed yet, and I haven't seen the demons cast out, so let's get on with it. And so he did deliver. Uh, We saw, I made a video, we're going to show you in a second. Um, You'll see there's two men in there that were healed. Um, They were lame, and they got up and walked. Uh, One of them was unable to speak. He'd been in an accident, and he hadn't been able to speak or walk since the accident. And when we left, he was talking and walking. So that was awesome. And then in the widow colony, um, we were praying for everybody, and this really cute, tiny little widow came up to me, and the Lord told me just to hold her. And so I just held her, you know, against my chest, and she's weeping and weeping and weeping, and I'm holding her the whole time, and I'm praying for other people, and I'm just holding her, and we're just kind of holding. And, you know, I started praying for the shame to be broken off of her and all these things, having no idea that she's a leper. And when I stepped away, I saw that her hands were nubs from the leprosy. And the Lord whispered to me, cleanse the lepers. So it's not always about a physical healing. It was definitely emotional and spiritual for this woman. And she was so free when we left. It was awesome. Um, And then, oh, the third scripture was out of Ezekiel about the Valley of Dry Bones. And the cool part about this is the night before, this was also the night before we went out to the villages. uh, Some of us were downstairs and some of us were up. So I was downstairs praying, asking God, what song do you want me to listen to in the morning? And he told me, Dry Bones by Lauren Daigle. So that's what we're listening to about 5 a.m. So we go up to have our pre-meeting before we go out. And Shelly's like, well, I got this scripture that we're going to speak over everybody. It's about the Valley of Dry Bones. We were just listening to this song. And I'm like, is it by Lauren Daigle? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, I was just listening to that. So... (laughs) So that's the song we picked for the slideshow. Um, oh, and you guys are going to see a lot of kids, like, praying. And the cool part about this orphanage is every Saturday, the entire orphanage fasts. And they're from 2 to 18 years old. And the whole orphanage fasts and prays for about five hours before church on Sunday. So it's amazing.
Hallelujah. Um, one of the things that is always really fun when you put together a team is that each team member, uh, there were 10 of us from six different churches, and uh, everyone brings to the table something unique. Um, each has their own giftings and their own callings, and they see through different lens than the person next to them. And for me, I, I see more pastorally, more apostolically, having been all over the world preaching the gospel and training pastors. And so for me, um, the highlight of the trip was um, we went in all of these villages were completely um, un, really unreached villages, unreached people groups. These were um, 
they had, were villages that had never seen a white face before. Um, we were really out in the middle of nowhere, and uh, which is awesome, absolutely awesome. It's exactly where I'd want to be. And, and so um, we did an open-air crusade um, one night, and all these people came out of nowhere to the, and, and what we found out later was the, it was the largest gathering that they'd ever had for the gospel um, in, that, in that district. I mean, they just were bringing them, they were coming out and hearing the word of the Lord, and um, it was fabulous. And I'm not going to whitewash it for you. I'm just going to tell you the truth. Um, I think it was a little alarming for most of the team members that night because uh, when they came down, we gave a salvation call. When we came down to begin to pray for people, almost every single person you would put your hands on began to manifest demonically. And um, we were delivering demons um, right and left, and some of the girls had eyes the size of saucers. They <laughs> they're looking at me like, really? Like, <laughs> but this is part of it. And hallelujah, our God reigns, and he has dominion over darkness. Amen? And that same spirit dwells within us. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells within you. And so go. <laughs> and so uh, so we did, and this is the, the part that I think is really fun. Um, so we, we, it went long that night. We, we had to deliver them from all these demons before we could even get to the business of uh, asking them what they wanted to be healed from physically and salvation and all of those things. And then uh, it went so late, and we had to be back so early. We had actually originally um, gotten a hotel two hours away. Because we were coming into a district where the um, idolatry was so severe. This was a huge, huge area of pilgrimage for Hindus. And so we weren't sure what would happen. So we got our hotel two hours out so that we could get out of town. And, uh, well, God had different plans. And so what happened that evening was it was going to be two hours to drive there. We would get maybe two hours of sleep. We were going to have to be up and then in the van and then back two hours driving to get back in the morning. And so between Pastor Persant and I, we just made an executive decision that um, I'm like, okay, well, is there a place we can stay here? Well, let me see. So he comes back and he says, well, we have a, a Christian woman, her husband's a Hindu, and they've offered us their home. Now, when I say home, it's more like a, a room, uh, a cement room, um, but the, this is the beauty. That Hindu man offered us his home, and he slept outside while 10 women made their bed inside his home. And <laughs> hallelujah. And I will, I will be honest with you. There was a little bit of bickering and complaining uh, from the ladies. They're like, wait a minute. I need a shower. Okay, I need a shower, and I need a mattress. And I need some clean clothes. And we had one bucket with a scoop for a shower, and we had one outhouse that was just a hole in the ground to go to the bathroom in for 10 women. Okay, that's got to be God, okay? And so uh, m most of us found, you know, some slept, uh, we piled a whole bunch of people on the, on the bed, and uh, others of us made our bed on a cement floor with no mattress, no blankets, nothing. We slept with just our backpack under our head that night and slept like babies. And it was a God setup because the next day, 
everyone in the district, all for probably hundreds of miles, had found out about the meeting the night before. No big, you know, publicity needed. That's what happens when the power of God shows up. Amen. And they just came one by one by one. People came up a dusty, dirty road and found a house in the middle of nowhere because they heard that we were there and that we were Christians and we would pray for them and they would be healed. And one after one after one after one came into the porch of that house, couldn't speak any English and we couldn't speak any Telugu or whatever language it was that they were using, Hindi. Um, But the universal language, they would just take your hand and do this. Pray for me. Now what you remember, these are completely Hindu people, completely unchurched. They don't have a, they didn't have Bibles, they didn't have churches, they didn't have believers around them, and yet they were falling like flies all over the floor under the power of God, being healed physically, being set free from demons, receiving the power of God on their lives, and rising up off of that cement floor changed. Why am I telling you that? Because God has dominion. And you need to know it just as much as they do. He has dominion over your brokenness. He has dominion over your sickness. He has dominion over your broken relationships. He has dominion over your past. He has dominion over all those things that worry and weigh on you now. Hallelujah. We go because he tells us to go. We go because the gospel needs to be preached to all tribes, all people, and all nations. But the message is the same here. Hallelujah. I'm going to read one scripture, and then I'm going to give my mic back. Matthew 24, 14. And the gospel of the kingdom. What is that gospel? That he reigns. That he rules, that he is sovereign, that he has dominion, not only over the nations, but over you, over your life, over your family, over your unsaved children. He has dominion. What does that mean? He has sovereignty. He has control. It's in his care. It's in his hands. It's not unknown to him. That's good news. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. Brothers and sisters, I am all about making sure that that last unengaged 3,800 tribes of the world that are unengaged, that have no one going to them. I am all about my life being for that. But brothers and sisters, I am just as much all about making sure that you understand today that there is a God who is big enough, in fact, is more than enough for your need. And he is here. He is present. Because the word says that when we worship, we create a seat. And he is sitting here with us now. You know I don't want to do that. (laughs) that, That's a drop the mic moment right there. Amen. You know, one one thing she said uh, during the first service, and it just stuck out at me, is that the gospel works. The good news works. 
And so I'm going to ask our prayer team to come on up and, uh, and the worship team's getting ready. And um, listen, it works for you. And uh, just open up your life and just say, God, here I am. I want, I want what you have for me today. And so I don't, as we worship with these next few songs, just, you know, come on up here. Allow uh, these ladies or any of our other prayer team just to pray for you and hang out with you for a moment and hook their faith up with you. I don't know what you're, what's going on in your life. And, it, and everything may just be great. And if it is, there's still more. God, what do you have for us today? So, Father, we bless you. We commit this rest of this time to you even more, Lord, where we focus on you. And, Father God, whether we receive at our seat or we receive up here in, in prayer with others, that, Father God, we're going to receive from you today even more. What do you have for us today to change us, to make us more like you, to be a light into this world? In Jesus' name, let's stand up. Let's worship God. If you need prayer or anything, come on up here.